0: Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio Season 2. Joining today as co-hosts are Martha
1: from Boston Red Cloaks. And I'm Laura from Boston Red Cloaks.
0: We are so excited today to have really special guests. We've got Katie and Natalie from Viewer Discretion Legislation Coalition in Ontario. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Thanks for having us.
0: we're so glad to see you so we met through instagram you are doing this amazing education outreach campaign that totally caught my eye and we're excited to hear how you got started
2: sure sure that'd that'd be great so um yes we're in london ontario and across canada um an organization called uh, canadian center for bioethical reform has been um distributing flyers pamphlets Uh, with anti-abortion propaganda to people's homes private homes with some very very gruesome images inside Um, and they also are standing on street corners with their gruesome images um, on our busy street corners Um, and so if you want I can just go into how I actually just said enough is enough and that we need to do something Um, if that's okay,
0: it would be great because, um, anyone who's seen images like this may have had the impulse that it was not okay with them, but not known what to do with that impulse. And you clearly jumped right in.
2: That's exactly what happened, right? So I actually, the first time I got a postcard in my mailbox was 2012, same house I'm living in right now. So that's how long they've been around. Um, they do stem from the United States for uh, the center for bioethical (laughs) reform and they call it the Canadian center here. At any rate, um, so I myself, a personal story I'll tell you, I uh, terminated a pregnancy at 19 weeks due to a, a medical condition that was diagnosed. Uh, it was the most uh, traumatic event in my life, but it was a decision I don't regret. And um, so at any rate, when I first got the postcard in my mailbox in 2012, I literally thought it was tar- I was targeted, that somebody was putting it there because they knew and they didn't agree or you know judgment, all you feel is judgment, right? So when we got, when I got, when I heard that in London, so there's different um, community groups on Facebook and I'm in one of them and I saw the community outrage, that all these anti-abortion flyers are being distributed. And, and I'm like, all I thought was, oh my God, are they on my street? And I didn't want to see it. And I was scared, I felt fear. So ended up, my neighbor messaged me one morning and said, Katie, they're on our street. And it was October the 1st of 2020. And I said to my husband, I said, Jim, can you go down and make sure that they don't leave one here or get it out? I don't want to see it. I felt fear. I felt distra- distressed. Right. And then I went downstairs. I was dressed for work, but I had wet hair. So I had not been dry my hair. And I looked outside and I saw across the road, these young people. And I saw the girl and she distributed. And I just got angry. And I just went outside and I said, what are you distributing? And she goes, oh, it's just mail." I said, I know what you're distributing and I'm taking it. <laughs> so I literally walked all down my street and I took them out of everybody's mailboxes wow. and they followed me all the way down the street. And they were filming me and asking me about, you know, all the typical questions. Uh, what's that question, humanity? Do
3: you, do you believe in human do rights?
0: Do you
2: believe in human rights? And I'm like, what are you, 12? I <laughs> like, I was so- They're, so young. They're, they're so, young. so young. they're so young. So so I was like, no. So then they called the police on me because I was taking things out of mailboxes. I said, uh, number one, you're not Canada Post. Number two, this isn't address uh, mail that's being addressed. So whatever. <laughs> so anyways, the police didn't do anything. So after that I came to work and and Natalie here is a paralegal student um, and she's been working for my husband's law firm um, and I manage the law firm and so I came to work and I was mad and I started talking about it and then next thing you know we just keep talking about what can we do what can we do and um, my husband being a lawyer I'm talking about the legalities of it and stuff so that's kind of how it started Um, and then we just kind of rolled it out had some meetings and thought about the name and just boom. I'm like all over it. (laughs) And then Natalie's like all over it. And then we have a team of like 1500 people in this city all over
0: it. (laughs) That's part of what is so captivating is that when we're seeing images where you're actually out and you're protesting and you're raising awareness about what's going on, you're really not alone. There are a lot of people and you've been posting some of their experiences and their stories. And it feels like, tell us a little bit about how people became engaged with you or you with them. Did you have to like reach out? Did they reach out to you?
2: So um, Pro-Choice London um, started uh, counter-protesting, but there wasn't too many people going out. And one day I was following the Facebook page. I saw that they were out and I was going to kind of stay away from the counter-protesting and let Pro-Choice London team kind of do it. But I'm like, Natalie, let's go. They're right near my house. You know, let's go and check it out. We went, we didn't even have any signs at the time. We took a Canadian Canadian flag flag. (laughs) and we held it up in front of their gruesome (laughs) sign. I think I swore a little bit at them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> had a few conversations about you know why they were there and what did they think, they're you know? And uh, there was uh, people on each corner from Pro Choice and that's how we met them. And then uh, we told them about the group we just started and then what happened, we, oh, I we had a CBC interview. Uh, uh, and then every time that people are posting on Facebook, I saw the images and be, be warned, they're at this corner. We would say, follow us, follow us, follow us. We're trying to make change. I sent an email out to every single legislature so legislator in our city um, and uh, city oh, and the city council as well so municipal and provincial and federal politicians I just sent an email out and I got um, the response that I got was uh, the best from the New Democrat Party here in London, here in London um, and Canada it's, they're called the NDP so we have three main parties in, in Canada um, conservatives which are like your Republicans Liberals, which are like your Democrats, but we also have NDP, which New Democrat Party. So the NDP um, have stepped up and they're trying to help us uh, create some laws running these, these images and how they're distributed.
1: You were saying that you saw them in your street. So my, I'm curious about that. So you live in a very uh, urban, urban part of town. Or is it that they are allowed to go into your, uh, your neighborhoods? Like be, be, because here in the States, what I've seen, and I live in various different places, is that they tend to be only around the clinics, the abortion clinics, or okay. the offices or something. And it right. sounds like these people go into the neighborhood. Is it that way?
2: They do go into the neighborhood. Uh, they go into every single neighborhood. We live in a city, London, Ontario, is about 380,000 people. Um, they go to every single neighborhood they can get that have mailboxes, basically, because some of the newer houses don't have the mailboxes on the house. They have like a community mm-hmm. mailbox, so they can't get their pamphlets in there. Um, so they go to ev- they target all throughout the city. Um, they put the pamphlets in the mailbox. Sometimes they put them in the door. Um, I have one of the pamphlets here. I'm going to show you the outside. I'm not going to show you the inside because the inside is really bad. Um, this is the pamphlet and then you flip it open and there's blood and gore of alleged aborted fetus.
0: So it's shouldn't all human beings have human rights. And then on the left side, it's got a picture. It says seven week embryo. And on the right side, it has the words 22 week fetus. Not clear that those are factual.
2: We don't, we don't trust anything that they say is the truth. But anyways, you open them up and, and it's awful. Um, they also do, they do stand outside the hospital, um, with their, with their posters. Um, but yeah, they, they go to the people's private homes. So that, I mean, as my husband says, you know, your home is your castle. It's your safe space. You know, why are we being exposed to things we don't want to see? So that's why we we say viewer consent matters. We should have the right. I mean, you watch a horror movie, right. And you're like, what's the first thing you
1: see? Warning, you know, (sighs) your discretion. (laughs) By legal means, can you make them stop? Well, are your representatives or your right. people in government trying to make them stop? Or is it just a thing that they think they will stop someday by whatever? Well, that's what,
2: that's what we're fighting right now. And they keep uh, saying about their freedom of expression. But freedom, of, we have freedom of expression. You have freedom of speech. Freedom of expression uh, is not absolute. So right now, we can't make them stop even if they have a no flyer, even if you have a no flyer um, thing on your mailbox and they put a flyer in, there's still nothing we can do. And that's the frustrating part. The only thing we can do is send them a no trust, no trespass notice for this address and that's to their head office in Alberta. Canadian Center for Bioethical Reform is based out of Calgary, Alberta. They send interns to different cities in, in the country. Um, so yeah there's not really a lot we can do at this point which is why right now our city council is looking at what other cities have done so there's the municipal laws and bylaws so that's what they're trying to create here in london because there's such an outrage in london the last time they were here um people signed petitions so they're actually currently looking at that we've got some great city councillors that are you know trying to make some change happen but of course it all takes time Um, And then the provincial level, uh, we're working with a gentleman, our member of provincial parliament, his name is Terrence Kernahan, and he's trying to bring forward a private member's bill in the Ontario legislature because of the work we've been doing. Um, So he's trying to bring something uh, where um, it's going to be, I don't know how much I can say, but basically uh, we're gonna be asking for something when they're delivering the flyer that it be enclosed in
0: an envelope.
2: That hasn't really been announced, but I guess I'll, I mean, it's going to be shortly and it's going
3: to be starting to be advertised shortly. So.
0: Well, it's so interesting because we do have regulation of the mail. So really, at least in the States, you're not allowed to use a mailbox for things that aren't stamped. So one thing I'm noticing okay. what you're sharing is that um, people who, like at least here, you'd have to pay for postage in order to put something in a mailbox. Oh, no. You can't just, I can't just like say, hey, Katie, I want to send you a note, I'll put it in your mailbox and I will avoid paying postage. Is there anything like
1: that, like pizza places
2: or grocery stores, flyers,
1: coupons? Very rarely,
0: but you're really, they're not supposed to.
1: Do you think there's some other ways to stop these, I will call it nonsense? Well,
4: it's not for a lack of effort. There have been organizations that have tried to stop it. Uh, There's an organization here in Canada, it's called Ad Standards Canada. And they're kind of the body responsible for regulating advertisements and advertising material. And they recognize, um, what is it, social social change groups? I think it would fall under that umbrella. Um, they, they consider them an advertiser in their own right, because they do, they have their pamphlets, they have their signage. And there have been over a hundred complaints about these images that they're using. And Ad Standards has made rulings against them saying that they violate the Code of Advertising Standards, but because Ad Standards is an independent body and doesn't connect to our legal system, there's no way for them to actually enforce it. So Ad Standards has told them on multiple occasions with multiple rulings that, hey, this is a problem. You can't be doing this. It violates the Code of Advertising Standards. But because they're not in it for the money, they don't care. Their donors will keep donating no matter what they do. For businesses, it works because they don't want to lose money for their
0: poor advertising. But I'd love to take a step back. um, And for people who are listening who've had difficult experiences, we're going to be sensitive in this conversation. Because one thing really uh, tugged my heart in reading your posts are the people who are sharing that they're driving along down the road. And then they're seeing a photograph that's very graphic, that may not be accurate depiction of of anything, but it triggers for them memories that many of us have had of either having to end a pregnancy that was far enough along that we were very attached or people who've had miscarriages at home.
2: Let Natalie take that. She, she does most of the posting and
3: uh, sharing of the stories. Absolutely, yeah. So those those stories that you have read, they're just a small portion of the conversations that we've had with people who've experienced whatever they've experienced in their lives and then been subjected to these images. The stories that we've shared have just barely scratched the surface of the amount, the number of people that are being affected and a lot of the response that we get from the opposing side is the, your feelings, your emotions, your experiences don't matter. What matters is the the unborn, as they call it. And when we raise the issue of, well, what about children? We've had m- members of our group whose ch- who children have opened the flyers. Yes. And now this child doesn't want to check the mail for his pen pal anymore say it was the the highlight of his week right now he's scared to check the mail the seven year old little boy but the response is they they don't care about the the effects that it would have on children because it gives parents an opportunity to then have a conversation with their children about abortion mm-hmm. but who are they to decide when and how you discuss abortion with your children exactly. um there's a there's a level of, of piety and of, of entitlement that they believe that what they care about is what matters most and they refuse to see how it could be affecting a multitude of other people that's right
2: right you're so right because here in the states you have to give consent as a parent to allow your child to be taught sex ed (laughs) right 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 there's just no no regard it's really really frustrating actually Well, and I, I have to say, I used to work for a uh, number of Planned Parenthoods for a long time, for a number of years. And I've seen these pictures yeah. and, and walked by them and and I really don't know where they get them. So oh, they're, they're not based on reality either. So well, I'll tell you something, Laura. Um, one of the heads of the CCBR was out counter processing London London's response to them coming to our city was so great that their head honcho guys came down to protest on the streets. It was a snowy, blowy day. And I looked over at him, he goes, Do you want to have a conversation? I said, No. And I said, and then I looked at him and I said, So did you get the mother's permission for these images to be out here? Because no matter what, this is not your property, not your your biology, not your anything. And he just kind of looked at me and he's like, and I said, you know what, never even mind because I don't want to hear it. And then he's like, well, that image over there, that's from Spain. That, that, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have actually, oh, it's awful.
3: Speaking of some other pro-choice research out West, there was a discussion about uh, a a possible theft of fetal tissue. The, the, to try to trace back where the images came from, it's so, so convoluted. It's so hard to follow if you search uh, on, on the pamphlet that we had uh, in the fine print there, you can't really see, but it says, um, there's copyright for the Life Issues Institute and then copyright for the Center of Bioethical Reform. Huh. And then you open the pamphlet and it says, uh, copyright Grantham Galleries. So yeah. the Grantham Collection. Grantham Collection. So I went and I looked up the Grantham Collection and it's a website that is just a gallery of, of fetal tissue posed next to household items coins, what? pencil tips, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's all there and you can't trace it past that website. We've wow. tried, we've dug yeah. and dug and dug and where it just takes you in circles and they won't say a word about consent or where they came from, we've asked.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so, like wait. this incredible, um, like a cascade of hypocrisy. Oh, it feels on. like, right? And as you said, if someone was pregnant, where's their permission? Exactly. Is that photograph right it is
2: an extreme violation no matter if you wanted the pregnancy or didn't want the pregnancy it's still your body and whatever comes out of your body you should you know that was you should have to have authorization for all those images like some kind of form that the mother signs or the the woman whichever signs saying yes you can use these for this
3: purpose
0: and now for people who haven't seen you, I want to make it really clear that what you're doing that is incredibly courageous is you and, and time consuming is you are literally standing out there in traffic on traffic islands and you are you've got your own signs, your own people, and you are blocking these images. So you are doing this incredible community service so that when people are driving down the street they are not forced to look at these horrific graphic images you're just physically using your bodies i want to make it really clear so people haven't looked you up they've got to go to instagram and look for you and obviously it caught my eye that you had a handmaid out there at one point and we would love to know about how you ended up having a handmaid there
2: well christine her name's christine our original handmaid i call her (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she actually christine is very um She's just so creative with her signs and, and her costume. And she was kind of starting uh, to uh, counter-protest, we call it, uh, with Pro-Choice London. And then when we met her, she started also um, counter-protesting with us. Basically, we all just became one team. We do work with Pro-Choice London now. Uh, we're a team um, of people. And she just had the costume. She I don't know why she got it. I think she made it, actually. And she just was like, you know just to get the powerful visual of, of what these pro-life people are out there doing. Like just, you know, and she just, she came out one day. I was like, that is awesome. And she was walking across this busy street and she was holding her, I don't know if you saw this image. Um, I think it's on her Instagram. And she's walking across the street and she's holding the pro-choice uh, sign she made. And it's kind of on an angle and she's just walking across and somebody in the traffic took a picture of her And it is like top on Reddit and oh my God, it's all over Facebook and it's awesome. It's just so powerful an image. Yeah, and her mom dresses up as well. So we had, we were on the news when we had our campaign kickoff at the end of October and we were on our local news and and the two of them uh, stood um, with our false advertising sign uh, on either side and just like you guys do bow your head and just, it was such a powerful image, just beautiful. I was like, I love this so much. I don't know why she started it, but she, we love her. (laughs) Well, it's, it really it's, goes
3: well with it. With it the does, handmade thing, and it's
0: just—it's really universal. I mean, you're lucky to claim Margaret Atwood there in Canada. So, we we just want to bow down a little bit to Canada again. But so it's um—it's really interesting that it speaks to everyone who sees it in the same powerful way so in terms of ways that people can follow you can you share like what are the best places people can come and find out more and then also let us know if somebody wants to help wherever they may be what can they do to be supportive
2: okay um so let's see we are on facebook viewer discretion legislation coalition we're on twitter and we're on instagram uh bdlc underscore ontario um what else
3: We also have the website website. that has the link
2: to the petition. So if you're in Canada, anywhere in Canada, we have a federal petition because we're also working on uh, something at the federal level, we're hoping to make some changes. Um, And then if you're on Ontario, you can sign that petition, it's at vdlclondon.ca. What can people do to help us from anywhere? Just spread the news, spread the share our information and and just, you know, anything like positive vibes. (laughs) positive
3: positive messages of support we've been been trying our best to kind of reach out to people who've had their own experiences uh with the imagery whether in Canada or otherwise any stories that people want to share any sentiment absolutely we we, we that's right
2: yeah because we actually just started sharing Sarah's story and Sarah's And she had shared a photo of her baby uh, that she had a 3D ultrasound two weeks before he was born. And then after he was born and he sleeps the same way, like his arms were up. And uh, I don't know if you saw that post, but the pro-life, she had a Yahoo News fluff piece out there and uh, just how cute is this kind of thing. And then pro-life people took her baby's image and is using it for their own uh, agenda and has been doing it for three years. This child's three years old and she's been trying to get it, you know, taken care of but you need a lawyer the lawyers cost money and so we're starting to share her story we're wondering how many other people this has happened to but yeah it's that's really frustrating and horrible i hate that we're
0: starting to put these pieces and stories together around the country and really around the world what do you see is at the root of what they're doing what is the root of it
2: Mm. religion (sighs) religion i hate to say it because
3: you know it's extremisms, is what I feel. Exactly, we do have we do have practicing Christians who are on our team, who Absolutely. are members of our group, who understand that that using these images is not okay. We've got people in our pro-choice feel like pro-choice people who are also Christians. So it's not to say that it's everybody, but it's this this extreme like, pious kind of central core of it. It's that core group. And, and we have narrowed spread. down yeah.
1: to Dutch
3: reform. Yes. Dutch
1: reform. Uh, well, I just want to say something. If they were really pious, they wouldn't be doing this thing and using these images and just rubbing it in, in people's faces. So as, uh, they're pro-birth, no pro-life. Exactly. Uh, we agree. <laughs> We we try to remain neutral at BDLC,
2: so like we're pro-choice, but we try to remain kind of like all-inclusive for everybody because I will tell you, the the most rewarding experience I've had, I think one of the most rewarding, is when uh, we were out petitioning to get people to sign the petitions uh, on the corners, and we have signs for that, and a a lady, two ladies were driving by, they pulled over to sign our petition, they're pro-life, and they hate the images and think it's totally wrong. And I was like, exactly. Doesn't matter. I mean, for me, this is a human uh, choice, a human decency. Uh, No matter which which side of the debate or whatever you're on, it's like, we are all human beings and this is not okay.
0: We are so glad that you made time for us today. The time goes really fast. Um, We're really glad and appreciate um, ending it on that note because what really may help ultimately bring more people together is some combination of social media (laughs) where we all get to meet each other and then that underscoring um, wish that we could all treat each other with dignity. Right.
2: Thank you. Yes. I'd love to see this um, spread, you know, that, that
4: we should be doing this at, at our clinics and, and wherever it's problematic now. And I don't, I just don't see that yet, but I, I'm really hoping this catches on.
2: Never give up.
4: No, Never. no you're motivating me. Like, <laughs> down there tomorrow. <laughs>
2: Wanna go counter protest? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I got a sign yes. for it. in my truck. I got yeah. lots of signs in my truck.
0: <laughs> I love it. As soon as COVID's over, field trip. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> okay, well, I, I said, hey, do you know that Viva Louise? And you said, yeah. We yeah, we her. would love oh, her. She's oh. one of our
0: best interviews ever. We love her. Love you know her? Yeah. I'm like,
2: my husband actually found this for me. I was like, I want to take music out and play music really loud in front of them just to annoy them. So he found this song, Thank God for abor- so Abortion good. Anthem. Oh my God, I repeat repeat and I stand there with my speaker right in front of them and I just blare it and then I go over and over again and they get so pissed off
4: or to, to pump us up when we're driving to counter yep. protest we'll listen, we'll listen to, it to that. that yeah that's so right legal safe off. and
2: free get with it get yeah, with yeah, it I love it I love it I listen to it literally every day just to keep motivated and uh yeah it's great
0: <laughs> all right thanks so much everyone thank you very much